wrapping paper is single-use packaging. You know, it's pretty single-use packaging, but it is single-use packaging. My whole theory is, well, I want to keep that tradition. I love giving gifts. I love Christmas. I want all the trimmings. I just want to do it better. Welcome to the Ripples of Radical Generosity podcast by Coralis, a global community of women and non-binary people making real progress on the world's to-do list. Together, we're transforming the world to become more equitable and sustainable. I'm MJ Ryan. I'm one of the development guides at Coralis, and I'm so excited to be talking to Emma today, who is from Waste Free Celebrations. It's very timely that we're having you on this podcast for two reasons. One, of course, is that you're a recently selected venture. We just had the retreat and the summit. I want to talk to you a little bit about that, but also because it's about to be holiday time and this is the perfect time for folks to find out about what you're doing. So can you start by telling us what is waste-free celebration? Waste-free celebrations is um, what I call a craft project on steroids. Um, like we started just um, during COVID when I lost my job and so did my husband selling reusable gift bags at the local Wanaka market, a tiny little town in the south of New Zealand, because I had switched to bags a few years before with five kids. At that stage, it wasn't even an environmental choice. I was just sick of spending five hours on Christmas Eve wrestling with the sellotape and the paper and couldn't find the scissors and, you know. And so I got fabric and just sewed up the bags and everyone loved them. So I started selling them down at the Wanaka market and I created my own little website and being COVID, um, like many projects, I guess it just went viral. And I woke up in the morning and my phone just kept shutting down and I couldn't work out why. And it was because it was getting so many notifications of sales that it couldn't cope with the beep, 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 beep. And, you know, rookie error, I just loaded a product online. I didn't even set inventory. And so it just kept selling and I had nothing in stock. And so I thought, oh, I might be onto something here. A lot of people want, firstly, they want to get rid of the, um, the hassle and the time that it takes to wrap. And then they want a reusable option. And I guess it just exploded from there. So it was, I never intended to build a business. This was just a, a craft thing to help us get through COVID, to just literally to pay for Christmas lunch and Christmas presents for my kids because we've <laughs> our jobs in COVID. So there's no big strategy around this, but you know, we then took on reusable Christmas crackers and we've launched Hanukkah and Eid and Diwali and those are going really well. It was a bit slow to start because we were only marketing to the Christmas market, uh. but because it's, you know, Hanukkah time as well, as you say, it's the holiday period. We only did a small run of them to see if they would sell and, you know, they are selling. And after that Coralis weekend, we've started a collaboration with two of the other who are in our cohort um, to design some fabrics for Matariki, which gives us a big mid-year celebration um, to push for in June. But the whole idea is to take the waste out of Christmas um, when everyone's bins are full. A lot of wrapping paper is not recyclable or people don't recycle it. And, you know, I quoted some of the statistics, MJ. At I want to hear them again. Yeah. I want our listeners to hear them because they're kind of astounding and makes me never want to use a uh, throwaway paper. Yeah, you because know, our consumption is so big on everything. You know, I don't think we ever think about the scale of it. But New Zealand goes through enough wrapping paper, a country of 5 million people, to go around the planet one and a half times at Christmas. Australia uses enough wrapping paper at Christmas to go around the earth four and a half times. The UK 
uses enough to go to the moon. Wow. I don't even want to know what the US is. I'm sure. No, no, and there's no, <laughs> the US is just as a whole different beast to try and work out your import data. And, and yeah, I, I wouldn't even want to, to guess at that. But, you know, in terms of Christmas crackers, they estimate that it's anywhere up to 400 million Christmas crackers are used each year. Now they're 30 centimeters each. So 40 million times 30 centimeters, you're talking over a thousand Everests high if you were to lay them end to end. Now, this is a very simple tradition that we love, but when we start considering the enormity of this being a disposable, wrapping paper is single use packaging. You know, it's pretty single use packaging, but it is single use packaging. You put it on on Christmas Eve, you rip it off on Christmas morning. You know, a Christmas cracker you put on the dining table, it looks pretty for two minutes till people pop them and then they go in the bin. You know, my whole theory is, well, I want to keep that tradition. I love giving gifts. I love Christmas. I want all the trimmings. I just want to do it better. And that's really where we launched from. So right now you have bags that are made out of cotton mostly tell us what your product is yeah so we do a cotton fabric bag we print um, all of our own fabrics all of our ribbon is made from recycled milk bottles oh nice I didn't know that this one is um, a New Zealand kofi flower so we got an artist in um, Taranaki so she did the watercolor art so it's a New Zealand flower um, on a hot pink background and it's just um, all of our ribbon is recycled milk bottles and at the moment you know this one retails for $8. Now in store, you know, when you go to a bookshop to buy your gift wrap and you can get your, your paper bags, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, in New Zealand, this same size sells for $7. We're only $1 more than those ghastly, virtually always laminated plasticky with plasticky handle paper bags. We're only $1 more and you can use this for years and years and years. Beautiful. It's beautiful. At the moment, we have been printing all our um, fabric and getting it all made in New Zealand. Um, that is just unfeasible <laughs> that you just can't make any money, um, no matter how hard you try doing that. So I think what's been really great with Corralis is getting my head around offshore manufacturing, but not losing our soul um, because we employ all Afghan refugees um, here to do our sewing. And in fact, MJ, a lot has moved on because we were going to move our production to Pakistan. Um, but... I think with the whole Israel-Gaza thing going on and the headlines from there, what is not on the news at all is that Pakistan has rounded up almost 2 million refugees in the last four months wow. and sent them back across the border to Afghanistan. And there's still another 2 million to go. And they are adamant that they don't want, there's a, I think there's around 4 million Afghan refugees in Pakistan. Uh, they don't want them there anymore. And they are pushing them back into Afghanistan by the droves. Um, this, of course, is not making the news at all, um, but it is hugely problematic for the people there and what was going to be our production plan going forward. So we're still thinking of getting <laughs> about 80% produced in Pakistan just by a factory in Pakistan. And then Rahila is actually going to go back into Afghanistan and we're going to set up a sewing hub in Afghanistan wow. um, and actually work directly there and start really small there to see what the capacity is what the quality is you know getting it in getting getting the product out you know but I lived there for years as an aid worker I know the territory I know the risks I'm well aware of them but I think that way we can go to offshore production to keep our costs down and still retain our soul not you know just get it all done cheap and so there's a real aspect that the product is good for the planet but it is also good for people that these are yeah. women stuck in Afghanistan they can't do any other work 
and but this is work that they can do. So tell people about what is your connection. You kind of said it briefly, but talk about your connection to Pakistan and Afghan and why you picked Afghan refugees in New Zealand. Yeah, so in my 20s, I was in PR and comms as a career. But then when I turned 30, I just realized how much I absolutely hated it. And so I went back to university to do my master's in international development. And so I ended up from 2004 to 2006 working in Afghanistan. The first year I was director of development for a French um, nonprofit uh, creating media. So we were training journalists, videographers, building radio stations, uh, newspapers, media monitoring, um, that whole shebang. And then a job came at the UNDP down the road. So I went and worked down there and then came back to New Zealand for a bit, but got another assignment with UNIFEM writing um, the guidebook for women's participation in subnational governance. Um, and so I've, yeah, I've had a lot to do with the country and a great affection for the people. And so then decades later, when this business started up and there's the Afghan refugee community in New Zealand, it was just this whole kind of circle of my life that had come round in a really, what felt like a really holistic, meaningful way that all those decades passed, you know, it's a long time ago now, the years have marched on. Yeah, they've come to a point where I can put, I can connect all the dots in my life put them together and and make them work. Which is so fantastic. So the what you the, the, one of the people who works in your current facility is sewing is go, is the person you're referring to is going to go back. Yeah, so Rahila is my um, production powerhouse and she's become one of my best and dearest friends. Um so she's been in New Zealand for 20 years now as a refugee and you know 20 years is a long time and so the threat that was on her life when she escaped from Afghanistan has now gone so she feels safe to go back she's still got a lot of family there and this is her passion project so it's my passion project but it's really amazing because it's her passion project too and I think when you've got two people who are doing their passions it works so um, I'm going to be helping Rahila with her Kerala's application next year. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Oh, how wonderful. <laughs> going to get her going. But she is absolutely passionate about going over and she will be setting this up as her business and mm -hmm. they will be contracting to us as sewers as a, as a labor-only supply contractor. Mm -hmm. um, but she wants to run her business. Um, she's called it Hope Sewing. Mm -hmm. And the idea is to go and give hope to all of these women in mm -hmm. um, Afghanistan so um oh that's so wonderful so exciting so you know in terms of selling sell, you know how we were saying you know MJ we've got too much stock and we need to clear it out we're going to do our Black Friday sale and our Boxing Day sale and then in January we're going to have our biggest sale ever with zero percent off everything <laughs> full price but the story will be we need to get Rahila to Afghanistan Beautiful. and instead of donating we need you to buy out all of our stock Mm -hmm. So that, that money can be used to get Rahila going. So the story will change, mm -hmm. but we're going forward blindly into the future. <laughs> Beautifully into the future. Um, so tell me a little bit about what your thoughts are besides sewing in Afghanistan and Pakistan. What are your ideas these days for the business? Other products? Are you, you said you're expanding to other holidays. Yeah, to other holidays. And because at the moment we're e-commerce, which is a highly vulnerable, like we had technical hitches on our website this year, which if you were a year round business, you could fix. But when you're a Christmas business and you've only got 10 weeks to trade, if you make a mistake, you're screwed. And that has happened this year. So this is why we're in somewhat hot water to clear stock now. Mm -hmm. um, so we want to, I guess there's three other tranches. Um, we did a fantastic collaboration with Spell Designs this year. 
They're a big Australian um, fashion label and they sent us their dead stock and we turned it into Christmas crackers um, mm. to be sold under their brand. Um, it's all under their brand in their store. So we want to continue doing that, taking dead stock off fashion designers and giving them a Christmas product that they can sell in their stores. Fantastic. Tranche number two is we want to work with um, shopping malls all throughout New Zealand and Australia and beyond when when we're ready to take over gift wrap services in the malls. So mm. you know when you go shopping in a mall, then you go out sort of to the foyer and there's big gift wrap stations and it's the mall offering a service to wrap. We've had some interest from a few of the malls because they're Fantastic. looking for sustainability options. So we want to do that. And then we want to, because our margins will be lower, we want to get our products in store and to really pursue the retail. Mm-hmm. And I forgot to mention that all our bags and our reusable crackers come in the DIY craft kits. So we've got the whole craft market as well, because that is for the home sewers and the, the DIYers. It's quite a separate yeah. I saw that at the summit, you, when you put out your products, that you had these craft um, kits too, which I didn't under, know that you had before. So people can either get the materials to make them themselves or purchase them made. So yeah. before we go any further, how can people reach you if they're getting excited and want to support you? Yeah, it's wastefreecelebrations.co.nz. Um, now that works for New Zealand and Australia. You can just go there and you can just order what you want and we deliver to those countries if you are outside of that (laughs) we have to do a custom custom order because our shipping again this was a technical hitch that we didn't see coming we had international shipping loaded onto our site and it crashed our sales we didn't make sales for a week now as I said when you've only got 10 weeks to sell and your shipping zones have absolutely exploded your site it's a technical hitch that you can't fix so we had to take off international shipping so just email me emma at wastefreecelebrations.co.nz and um, I can put through a customer order. Um, and if you use Coralis in the discount code, we give you 50% off. So, fantastic. Exciting. Just, yeah. <laughs> Buy them, give them. They're fantastic gifts. Yeah. So go to the website and have a look. I love your kid idea, which that's a lot of fun to do with family members, right? Is to make them yourself. Yeah. And, right? and Christmas Christmas crafts are, yeah, are really yeah. Um, are really big so the, the craft packs work work really well um you know to get the reusable hats and you know yeah so we we need to clear stock and recoup some money so that we can reinvest next year and have a lower price point so that we can sell more yeah great fantastic so hopefully everyone will take you up on that between now we still have time especially if you're in australia and new zealand to get in time for holidays for sure yeah so Tell me, talk a little bit about because about what it was like for you to go to the retreat and then the summit, and then now you've met people in doing. We'll talk about the collaborations in a minute, but tell me what that experience was like for you because most people don't know what it is and they're very excited to hear. Yeah, my expectations blown out of the water. I think because I I didn't really know what to expect, but I expected it to be very business. I expected lots of corporate talk of very experienced business people who, you know, who were going to intimidate me and I would feel even more like an imposter who didn't know what she was doing. But instead, I found some deeply empathetic people who also said, I don't know what I'm doing, or I know what I'm doing some days and other days I don't. And it was very holistic. It was about the whole person. It wasn't just about your business. And, you know, in some ways it was almost like therapy because you're just grilled down to the core of, you know, all your vulnerabilities and all of your hopes and your dreams. And I found found it a really beautiful experience that I really wasn't anticipating. But I think what it's really given me is confidence. 
Yay. I'm so happy to hear that. Yay. Because yeah. that, of course, is certainly my intention. <laughs> yeah. Look, I've just felt for so long, I don't know what I'm doing. And then I've kind of realized through Coralis, it's actually okay that you don't and know. And you kind of do know what you're doing. Besides, you do know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's okay if you don't know, because you're going to learn and mm-hmm. um, you're going to be supported and, um, you know, help help you make the changes that you need to make and I just felt a bit more confident and a bit more hopeful than I'd felt in a long time yeah fantastic and then you met these other adventures when you spent the, so the retreat is a weekend for those who don't know so Emma's talking about the weekend we spent together and so what happened out of that you've created something? yeah so with, with both with them both Stacey and Afina who are two of our Indigenous Maori ventures that were selected because Matariki was only two years ago officially made a New Zealand public holiday. So Matariki mm-hmm. is um, middle of winter for us, June, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. mid dead, dead of winter. It's like your new year in the northern mm-hmm. hemisphere, do you know what I mean? It's the darkest mm-hmm. night. So there's a whole, you know, Maori spiritual meaning behind their holiday. But it's been really big for New Zealand to finally recognize this as a public holiday ourselves. And mm-hmm. they are, and for them, that is their gift giving season. And I said, well, what about crackers? And they said, well, why not? As long as it comes from Māori for Māori, mm-hmm. then why not? But the only way we can do that is if we really, truly collaborate so that it's not me forcing a product onto Māori celebrations that is not mine. Mm-hmm. Afina, who is doing the weaving pattern for us, fabric, um, Stacey's designing the other fabrics, and then we're coming up into a joint, a joint venture to do reusable gift bags and um, matariki crackers to sort of bring in tradition, but to do it in a way that is respectful of Māori here in New Zealand. But, you know, just on a practical term, being a Christmas business, we earn all our income <laughs> in December, so this will be really great if we then have a big tranche coming in in June. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, and what a what a wonderful story that came out of the the time that you spent together that that kind of a collaboration. I'm really 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 happy to hear that. Yeah, yeah. And you all are good. You're already on on your WhatsApp try, getting together soon too, right? Yeah, you're really yeah. connected to each other. Everyone's like, we have to see each well, other. Soon. I know. Yeah, yeah. Bridget's amazing. She's she's like camp mum, just getting us all together. She's fantastic. Yeah. But it is because I think being an entrepreneur can be quite isolating and you're just so in your head the whole time and juggling kids and your job and everything and the I think just that camaraderie and um that support was just absolutely fantastic yeah that's so great yeah yeah so really value it and it's been um a very very good decision because you know I applied the first year didn't get it then I got through to the semis the second year, but pulled out because my daughter was sick. So That's this was right. my third year that, you know, I'm so glad that I kept going. Yeah. yeah. So many of our ventures actually um, do get selected at, at, on the second or third attempt, actually. Um, yeah. and it's funny because we just did the first round in um, North America. And when we sent out the messages to the people who had not made it to the second round, Part of what we said was don't give up because we have many, many ventures who have were selected year two or even year three. And so keep on keep on applying. So yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely worth it. And I highly recommend it to anyone who is, you know, on the fence. Firstly, the application process is incredibly easy. You know, it's you don't spend weeks doing the application at all. Um, and it really is worth it. So if you haven't applied. And I would suspect women don't apply because they think they're not good enough or mm. they think they haven't got what it takes or their business isn't, insert whatever adjective you want. Um, 
I'd say blow that. <laughs> Just, <laughs> you know, um, you have to, I mean, I make gift bags and reusable crackers. I, you know, in, in our cohort, there were scientists and, you know, <laughs> just the most incredible PhD people doing the most incredible work. But actually I thought, you know what, we're, we're all in this together. So it doesn't matter what your product is, apply. Great. Thank you, Emma. Is there anything else that you want any people to know about what you're doing? Or I think I've covered it all off. Um, you know, but in the in the Corrales community, the ask, you know, I'm I'm looking for retailers and malls, you know, to, to get into. So if you know any, um, then you know, get in touch. Um, we want to expand our retail network. Um, that would be fantastic. But it's always is so expensive when you live in New Zealand to go to any trade show anywhere. Is a huge, huge, huge expense. So if anyone's got contacts overseas that can just bypass that whole process, <laughs> happy to send samples and um, and get into stores that way. Great. And tell people again how to how to buy things from you this okay, season. So um, online, wastefreecelebrations.co.nz. Have a look at what we have. Um, you can order online if you're Australia or New Zealand. Then email me, Emma at wastefreecelebrations.co.nz um, to put through a custom order if you're in any other country. Fantastic. Thank you, Emma. I wish Lovely. you all the best this, this holiday season. Thank you very much, MJ. Thank you for listening to the Ripples of Radical Generosity podcast. Let us know what you thought of the episode and share this podcast with your friends. We invite you to join a global community of radically generous women and non-binary folks at www.coralis.world.